1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode four, volume four of the new and improved fantasy formula, the best around. Hank, welcome back. Miyagi Do, Miyagi Do Dojo. <laughs> crane kick, crane <laughs> kick. Dude, we made it. We made it through a draft. We did. And uh um, night. Yeah, what a night, what a day. What, what a day. day it had moved into the night into the next day, but for <laughs> some of us. Um anyway, let's start by talking a little bit about it. So so listeners, faithful fantasy formula listeners, we had I actually had two drafts this weekend, one on Friday night, kind of rolled into a Saturday draft that Hank and I attended together. Hank, let's highlight a few of the the wonderful um events that took place during our draft on Saturday. Sure, you know go for
0: it you know one of the, the the thing is you really have to really get your mind ready for the day and uh you know it was probably good that um i had the house to myself okay oh, so it's I- always if you
1: can Figure out a way to get the family gone so it's really just you. Right.
0: I had mm. nothing, nothing but time what strategy. to get ready for my draft. Sure. And it's all because of my commitment to the draft. Sure. You yeah. know, they didn't Absolutely. need that vacation. They just took it. <laughs> they know what I'm getting ready to get into. So before you leave this topic,
1: when the family is gone, it so it's good to be prepared so they're out so you're focusing but i'm talking about even the next day oh you know when you get back at whatever time it is you get back that evening sure and then the next day you need a little rest you you know just a tad and if they're gone and you can just lay (laughs) that means everything
0: it does mean everything everything. all right go ahead it is (laughs) it's just like a player after a big game yes you know you need to rest up i certainly recoup time so so I, i wake up eyes open First thing I think about is what Saturday is going to be about. We have a good friend coming from Raleigh, mm-hmm. one of my college buddies. He comes in a little bit early. We go eat lunch, right? Yeah. Just create a base. Sure. Because you got to create a base. Absolutely. Your body needs to know that it's getting mm-hmm. ready for a fight. And where did you go
1: to create this base? Where did you? I went dine? to Windy City Grill. Oh, Hover's. of course, Hovers.
0: Got to create something that can soak up, sure. right? So, absorb, absorb. So we show up. It's going to be 3 o'clock. The draft day yes. starts at 3 o'clock. So we set out. And we get out there about two thirty, two forty-five. thinking that there would be people setting up. We had it all to ourselves. Wow. We can bask yes. in what the event was going to be. So we sat out there. Everybody started arriving. The energy just started building. I got to tell you, <laughs> when the first person showed up, yeah. that's when I saw a cooler, <laughs> a cornhole board. Yes, Right? saw a couple magazines clipboards mm-hmm. maybe outfits that were a little bit designed mm-hmm. for the day right <laughs> dry fit material It's a little warm had some so, bathing suits yes, on yes. It, it looked i mean it that's that part of the day is really what excites you so you see it start to transform right let's turn this little cabin into a war room <laughs> yes right a little piece of paradise it down is. there. Mm-hmm. so once we felt good everybody's Got there. Josh Elder was last, which I would not have put money on.
1: He said he couldn't believe, because typically there's always a couple of scragglers that are coming an hour late. Josh is normally basically one of the first people there, right? Sure. Yeah. yeah. yeah
0: absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So he shows up and we really just take our time. We have some fellowship. We did, You know, have a couple of uh, uh, toasts, I would say that they were. Sure. Or, you know, <laughs> jabs at each other. But then we, we start to really get down to, all right, what are we going to do? Let's play cornhole. Let's have a tournament. And that's what everybody that's getting ready to do their draft, you gotta break it up a little bit. Now I'm not saying you get you get as much time as we do. We've earned it. We're yeah. OGs yes. of the fantasy game. Absolutely. Right? Yes. But now we we spend the next few hours having a very heated cornhole yes. tournament. Two separate, you know, two separate stations, boards played differently. Mm-hmm. You know, the Deerfield boards and the Virginia Tech, they they were completely different, completely
1: different boards in two different locations and on the property. So you had trees to avoid in one area, and then the sunshine shining in your face in the other. The a lot end, of obstacles.
0: At the end, it started raining. You wouldn't get the slide. Right. that You once had before. Exactly. So you know that was a, that's a great part of our day, mm-hmm. and we took that part. I'd like to say that we won it. I was in the finals. Oh. Okay? My partner and I were in the finals, yeah. and uh, we were we were bested. By another team. And so, um, you know, after that heartbreaking loss, you move into dinner. Yeah. Every year, it's been the same. And I'm, I'm kind of a creature of habit. You know, I, I think everybody knows that I wasn't excited about a food change. Right? I mean... That's, yes. Yes. But we went...
1: We did. We changed it up on them, Hank. We changed them up. Ribs and barbecue. Yeah. What do you think? Did you like it as much as the pizza and wings or... Too much of a change. What do what you think? I got to tell
0: you, my body's like a very scary chemistry set, right? And about five a.m., I wasn't feeling ribs barbecue. talking to him. <laughs> ribs talking to him. Brother. It wasn't really that good, yeah. but um, it was great at the time. Yeah. And it really, it really did change it up. From all right, let's stop being competitive on the cornhole field. Let's get ready for our draft.
1: Yes. Um, you know, I'm not a very big eater. And so typically when the pizza and wings come, I don't really eat anything. But this time, saw some, uh, some different options in front of me. And so what I chose to do, Hank, I went with one rib. I, I went with one rib, you know, so a couple, one rib. a couple little nibbles. And I saw a pickle. And I grabbed the pickle. And I ate it quickly. And I was like, I'm ready to go. Uh, Let's go. That's right. That's all I needed. That's all I needed. That's how you
0: keep that boxer build right there.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Let's throw in this, too. So in between cornhole games, in between dinner, you know, we're on the lake. You know, Lake Hickory, a beautiful Lake Hickory. So so if you want to dive in, cool off, swim on a floaty for a little bit. Hey, you've got that option. Get away from everything. Just float away. Float away. (laughs) Concentrate, focus on what is getting ready to take place. Float away like a feather and then come back and let's get back into it again, right? So there's all kinds of things happening at this draft before we even have the draft.
0: Right. You may need time alone. Yeah. And that's fine. That is fine. And I'm I'm glad you brought that up because there were certain people in there that when they hit the location, they camped out. They put their chairs down. Yeah, they got ready. They put their table down. They put their backpack in their chair. They wanted to say, "I got a good vantage point from right here. Mm-hmm. I've got number one pick. I got number six pick. I got twelve. This is where I want to stay. I know where the door to the war room is. Yes. I got to chuck a beer over there. I can. Mm-hmm. There's a trash can. There, may, where, where's the chimney? <laughs> where's <laughs> where is is the, the chimney?
1: Yes, gotta know where the chimney is at all times. At all
0: times. Yeah. So you know, it, it is about being strategic with your placement. Now the people that come in last always have a tendency to want to block your view. (laughs) They want a good spot too, but yet they are so late to the game. That's where the argument really starts to happen. And it happened. It
1: took place during our draft. Several times, several times. There was a lot. We all love each other in this draft. We all do. We're like, we've been together for a long time. We're Hickory boys. Did you feel the animosity and anxiety building as the draft, you know, as we continue throughout the draft, I mean people
0: want to win we oh, take yeah. this stuff serious oh and, take yeah. it, and, and feelings were getting hurt yes absolutely absolutely that, that's for sure so you know I, I i feel like at that point you start to that's where the anxiety starts to walk into it you know people are trying to find seats don't have great chairs i think there were a couple of chairs you know they, they yeah. lost their life that they night they did and destroyed they were destroyed yes. so you know i think that the 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 big thing is is let's let's pull it back let's bring it back to neutral recharge the engines and let's get ready for our draft absolutely
1: so let me take it from here hank so when you come into the draft i we discussed you know how your uh, your, your psyche the way you're thinking we had a couple one fella came into the draft and he had been out really late the night before at the previous draft mm-hmm. so he comes in not really focused on this draft He's just focusing on survival, you know. He's going behind trees, and he's throwing up yep. before the draft even starts. Before the even cornhole starts, <laughs> this is at three thirty in the afternoon, y'all. I mean, this is early vomiting, and so he had just had a time the night before. So he's not thinking about the draft. He's not thinking about cornhole, not food, dinner, and he's just he's like praying to God, please let me feel better so I can get through this draft. Right, right, all right. So, on the opposite end of the spectrum, maybe another fella comes in. You know, he took it easy the night before. But when he got there, boy, was he ready to go. So, (laughs) maybe a couple chug-a-lugs with the fireball here and vodka-vodka mixed with a couple uh, Coors Lights. And we're only in the first hour, you know. And so, you could just kind of see it in his eye like it could be on. So, as we move closer to draft time, you see the one fellow who wasn't feeling as good. He's given up on trying to catch a buzz or drink a beer. We're, he's going strictly water. We're on a water diet right Which now. Which
0: I've never seen this gentleman ever, do. Ever. Ever. It's
1: never happened. But, you know, he's trying to get his focus back. He knows what he's got to do to get through this draft and draft a good team. And that means water. We're drinking agua. Agua. The other fellow, he really wants to do a, have a great draft too. But the alcohol is starting to... It's taking over a little bit. It's making his decisions for him. Oh, he's not making his decisions anymore. He's confident. Yeah. It, oh, he knows he's got this covered, but the fireball is telling him a little bit a different story. Sure. So anyway, let's go into the next part. So tell him, tell him how the draft kind of begins with the Ring of Honor and all this good well,
0: stuff. Well, you know, you do a great job. Chad is our MC, and only you need to have somebody that can do. Uh, that kind of justice when you're opening up a ceremony like that. You've heard the intros that he has done for this show, and they are every bit as dramatic, as vocal, as descriptive, and I appreciate that. Thank I really do. You I, do a great job of it. You. Appreciate that. A- And as important as your commissioner for your league mm-hmm. is your hype man, yeah. and that's what you are. You're our hype man, yes, and I sir. appreciate it. Thank so you. we come in this. We've got music. We've got uh, analysis. We've got uh expectations all met in this first conversation that you have and i do i i I look forward to it every year but then there's some recognition yes i mean why have a league without some history and i would like to acknowledge having a league historian is incredibly important it's incredibly important. We've had one for several years. He's done a good job. We have a new man in that role, and I think he's going to go above and beyond.
1: The stats he gives us just out of the blue, like uh, longest fantasy team name recorded. You know, these just these just little tidbits of info. He's given it to us all. During the draft, guys, I'm telling you, our league historian drops so much knowledge on us. And it's the stuff that it's very useful just to, to, to hear, but it's hilarious. Yeah. I mean, it keeps it keeps the draft going, to be quite honest. It really does.
0: Just like you, finding the right hype man, we found the right historian. Absolutely. So with that, we get to acknowledge those who have worked hard year in, year out, and have brought championships to their team. Mm -hmm. You have two. Yes, sir. I have two. Several others have two. We haven't seen the person that's put three up yet. Hopefully this year Mm -hmm. we will. Mm -hmm. Um, But we still have several that have none, which is sad. (laughs) It's sad that you could go through – this much time without getting a championship. And I feel for them. I mean, there, you know, there, there's probably a lot of self deprivation going on with this kind of knowledge of, of football Mm -hmm. and not bringing home a championship. So, you know, we have to make sure that they know that we're, we're pulling for them. And so we want to show them what they will get when they win that championship. And that's to get in the ring of honor.
1: That's where we want to of champions.
0: That's where we want to be. That's right. So, we, year in and year out, acknowledge these individuals who have won these championships. Who have held the trophy
1: up tall above their heads and marched around as the number one person in the league.
0: Absolutely. Right? I like how it gets you pumped up. Thank
1: you, man. I'm pretty pumped up right now. Eh? So
0: we do that. We pull it all up. All of us stand up front, which I'm so proud to be a part of. Mm-hmm. We stand there, and we let those losers <laughs> bask. In our glory, in our glory, in all of our glory, and I can tell you, each year those guys get more and more upset. So, pissed. and I tell them, let it fuel your fire, <laughs> let it do it, let it burn. I would, I would not want to be you out there because that means y'all suck, <laughs> right? But right. so we do that, and it's great, and that's where we have the presentation to the winner mm-hmm. of the giant check. The giant we check. A, we have a great. Uh, member who provides this check, and he goes above and beyond and does uh, artwork. Usually, it's a college artwork, and um, it's really something special. So he got to hold it up, sign his own check as commissioner. So cool. Congratulations, Lawrence pictures Thompson. were
1: taken. We also even created because to keep in tune with the Olympics, the champions, previous champions were even awarded with. We won't call it Olympic gold medals, but they were presented with gold medals. Everyone who's had a ring in our league was presented their own medal, Hank. I I think
0: the medal said super.
1: It it, (laughs) did, or possibly MVP or nice job. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, but it's just this creativity that we're bringing to our draft year in and year out that's what keeps us wanting more
0: that's right. why we want to do it every year that's it's right. so much fun and it can be tailored to your draft Certainly. I mean you know don't don't look at fantasy formula and say hey this is the kind of draft we have to everybody's so different some do it at restaurants and have a wonderful time and uh, you know I think that each year it should be different and tailored to your tastes yes. This we've just really hit a good spot for mm-hmm. us I feel like yeah we're in a groove right now
1: <laughs> and so uh After the Ring of Honor ceremony, making the losers feel really terrible about themselves, we then review, recap the draft order, and by the time it gets to the number one pick, boom, the music cranks up really loud, and then that person, the number one draft holder, is now on the clock. We actually even have a timer that's a remote-controlled timer that when someone... You know, is up on the clock. It resets two minutes. They have two minutes to go to the war room, pull their name out for whoever they want to draft, and write their team name. This is where more creativity can come.
0: Absolutely. Yes. This is where this is where when we talked about in episode one, you have to be ready for this position, especially if you are the first person. It jumps on you quick. Yeah. Jumps on you quick. And um, being number one, it you know I was ready for it. I was prepared. Right. And so when we had the end of our ring of champion ceremony, and we sat down in those seats, which I was predetermined to get. Mm -hmm. We started, and I walked in that war room ready to roll.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. And holding that number one pick, Hank, and we talked about it here on episode uh, one, Fantasy Formula, and actually the guy who was drafting two and three both asked me, what's Hank going to do? What's he doing? I was like, have you listened to the podcast yet? Have you listened to Fantasy Formula? My man will tell you what he wants to do. Go ahead and download it now. They downloaded it on the spot. Listened to it before our draft started, and they knew what you were thinking. It helped kind of guide our league a little bit. So Fantasy Formula helping everybody
0: out here. People helping people. People helping up help. uh, Yes.
1: <laughs> so, Hank, let's dive right into it, okay? Let's go – let's kind of review how the, the – draft went. Starting with you at the number one pick, as already we've discussed it, Antonio Brown, easily the number one pick this year. He went off the board to Mr. Imer with the first pick. I'm going to hit you with the next few and then we'll review a couple of the picks, Hank. Number two pick, Odell Beckham Jr. We called it. Boom. Sure enough. There they go. Julio Jones as well. Listen to what happened at four. We were thinking it could be a running back. It could be a slew of running backs. But what did we say in the fantasy formula? We said, hey, If it was me, I might tape DeAndre Hopkins at number four spot. We might grab him at four. And guess what happened? Four, DeAndre Hopkins goes off the board. They're listening, Hank. They're listening. They are. Five, Ezekiel Elliott. Six, Des Bryant. Seven, Rob Gronkowski. We'll talk about that one. Eight, A.J. Green, followed by Adrian Peterson, Allen Robinson. Eleven, Lamar Miller. And to wrap up the first round, Mike Evans. Tell me a little bit about. First of all, first round went kind of as scheduled. Maybe a couple guys snuck in there. But is there anything that stands out to you that, huh? Like, they what? What is any out of any of these picks? Anything kind of stand out to you?
0: Well, there's two things. A, these people are listening because Hopkins did go for. Yes. I want to believe that you gushed over Elliot, where most would say AP right. was going in front of Elliot, right. and lo and behold. Elliott is, goes Off before AP. Yes. Who's the other receiver that I would catch you talking about time and time again? Mike Evans. Mike Evans. And he sneaks into that first round. Unbelievable. Right? He Unbelievable. was going mid-second round. Yes. Look at the power you have over there. It's unreal. So, but with that being said, in the first round, you're exactly right. I mean, did we think Jones may go in front of Odell Beckham Jr.? There are a couple of those little tweaks that you may have seen, but all in all, it was pretty standard yes. going through – it, until you got to say what, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Gronkowski going in that sixth spot. I think that was early, Ugh. early, early. And
1: you'll see why we really say that's early when you see the rest of his team. and I'm not picking on this fella. He is one of my dearest friends of in the entire world. But guys, if you pick the tight end early, right? If you do, and people are picking Rob Gronkowski, I've seen him go at pick twelve or early round two. That's cool. Just make sure you get some running back, wide receiver help. You, you got to go ahead and get some shortly after that. Grabbing a quarterback, second or third round. Following that, dude, you're just you're digging yourself into a hole. So if you like the Rob Gronkowski early. Don't let it be six or seven in the first round. Let it be toward the latter part, early second, but just make sure you get your wide receivers and running backs second and third. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. All right, so everybody did pretty good in the first round. Let's go hit it back on the second. So the team drafting in the 12th spot who had Mike Evans comes around on the turn and grabs Eddie Lacy, first pick, round two, followed by Le'Veon Bell. We saw Mark Ingram go off the board, who we've been raving about, especially you, Hank. Devontae Freeman, Brandon Cooks, T.Y. Hilton – Brandon Marshall in the eighth spot on the turn, Jamal Charles, LaShawn McCoy, C.J. Anderson, Jordy Nelson sneaks into the second round, and Alshon Jeffrey last pick round two. Tell me a little bit about your Alshon pick first there. Thank
0: you. Well, I think he should go first part of the round. When I saw that he was available to me at the end of round two, I said, man, I got two of the top ten. I got the top uh, wide receiver, and I have two of the top ten players. I feel like top 12 players. Yeah. So for me to get him, I was thinking I was going to have to get another receiver, but I didn't think I was going to get him. I thought you know, I was going with a Sammy Watkins or a a Keenan Allen or somebody like that. But to see Jeffrey there, I was jacked.
1: Yeah, I like it too. uh, Cutler's going to be looking for him a lot this year. I I did forget to mention, I actually chose in the first round A.J. Green. So we'll keep up with Hank's pick and my picks as we go. So I had A.J. Green in the uh, first. Hank had... Antonio Brown and Alshon Jeffrey, first and second. My second round pick, fifth pick into round two was Brandon Cooks. Yes. I had to go up to get Brandon Cooks because he's, he's going in that area, but sometimes he falls down a little bit in the mm-hmm. second. But I really wanted him, and this will show you, I knew he wasn't going to come back third. I wouldn't get him in the third. And if I really wanted him and had to move up a couple, draft him a couple spots earlier than he's supposed to go, I'll take that. Right. I'll do that, Hank. Right. So I've got an A.J. Green, Brandon Cooks start. I'm pretty happy with how it started. I know you're happy with your Antonio Brown, Alshon Jeffrey. The guy that drafted the uh, Rob, Rob Gronkowski – um tight end first what did he do in the second okay ty 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 so no problem there no got it got a number one wide receiver anything else stand out what about jordy nelson sliding to the end of the second but still in the second do you like that value or would you have let him go with his injury history
0: i probably wouldn't because i was next on that pick i probably wouldn't have picked him but i think that that's good value i mean i think jordy in that spot if he stays healthy is going to be very productive Mm -hmm. and so i think that that's a a good value, I probably wouldn't have wanted him because he scares me a little me bit. I'm worried but, about that guy, you know. I, some of those good receivers, Jordy was going middle of the second round, usually. And you know, you saw him, and then you saw um, who else did we see? Brandon Marshall in that Brandon second Marshall. round, right. Feld in the second half. Those are you know, those are guys that normally were getting picked up early. So it goes to show that Rob Gunkraus, Gunk- Gronkowski <laughs> pick. Yes. You know, pushed one more guy back. There's probably a couple of running backs that went a little bit earlier, the Mark Ingrams, you know, right. and it let it let Alshon Jeffrey come to me. Sure. And
1: one thing we didn't point out, and this is a very important fact here this is a rookie keeper league. So we forgot to mention this to the people that aren't familiar with our league. That means so. Last year, if you drafted a good rookie like a Todd Gurley or a David Johnson or Amari Cooper, you can actually get to keep them in the round. You selected them for the next year. So that's why you don't see Todd Gurley's name on the first-round list nor David Johnson's. They're already on somebody's team, okay, guys? So I didn't want to confuse any of the listeners. That's why they're not there because they should be a first-round pick in all drafts, Todd Gurley and David Johnson. All right, let's move on real quick before we move on. One guy we mentioned that's a run – he always buys into the running back strategy. He's not buying into the wide receiver strategy. You called it here. Let's see what he did. Lamar Miller, first pick, last, second to last pick round one, follows him up with Le'Veon Bell. So now he's got Lamar Miller, Le'Veon Bell, and he actually had David Johnson as his rookie keeper. So he's got three running backs, top five running backs, if you will, yeah. on his team.
0: And, and he was at- – That rookie keeper allowed him to pick up Le'Veon Bell because he's going to be able to start David Johnson and Lamar Miller until Bell comes back. And then he's going to have Le'Veon Bell, David Johnson, Lamar Miller as his flex. (laughs) I mean – It couldn't have ended any better for him. Especially
1: because that works to his strategy. That's what he does. He drafts running backs.
0: Back, back, back. Let's see what it does to
1: his wide receivers, though. This will be interesting. Okay, so round three, we're making the turn again. Hank just took Alshon Jeffrey as the last pick of round two. First pick of round three, he follows up with Dougie Fresh Martin, the Tampa Bay running back off your board. uh, Position round three, pick one, followed by Keenan Allen, Sammy Watkins, Carlos Hyde, Demarius Thomas off your board, wide receiver, at Denver Bronco, followed by Jarvis Landry. Aaron Rodgers goes off the board in the third round. Guess to what team? The Rob Gronkowski team, which means now he's got Ka- Gronkowski, a tight end. He's got one wide receiver, T.Y. Hilton, and now he's got his quarterback in round three. Still no running backs and only one wide receiver. We'll see how it pans out. Next, it was me, and I, I'm not very happy about this pick, but I was torn. Because I knew I needed a running back. I already had two wide receivers. Mm -hmm. But the running backs that were in front of me were like the Thomas Rawls, the Matt Forte, who I've told you I don't trust either of them. Um, Ryan Matthews. Yeah, Ryan Matthews, which we'll see what happens later on in the draft, though. But at that third round, I was like, that's too early for a Thomas Rawls or a Matt Forte, who I don't even like. Let me grab the wide receiver that's got high upside that I like (laughs) around early. Because, I mean, he's been going in round four. I got him in round three. It was Golden Tate. Golden Tate, Hank. Hey, what'd you think about that?
0: I thought it was early. I yeah. didn't like it for you. I, I know what you're saying. Um and the other guys that you had were Julian Edelman, Randall Cobb, Cobb. Kelvin Benjamin. Right. Um, Moncrief right there too, yeah. who's a little early too. So yeah, a little round early. Um, I felt like you you reached on him, but yeah. you know, you were also looking to get a receiver and that's who you like yep. so sometimes you do
1: yeah when I looked at it the next day and saw the running backs that were around me I I, I did feel better about the pick uh because the Rawls Forte like I mentioned I didn't want so Rawls followed right after the Tate pick followed by Matt Forte Julian Edelman and Randall Cobb so we highlighted a couple of those guys we told you about these first three rounds they kind of went as planned the Rodgers sliding into round three it's going to happen. It's going to happen in a lot of drafts. I, I've had another draft where Cam and Aaron went in round three. So, you know, quarterback's going to go in round three if they're one of the top two.
0: Right. You would know? you Would you have rather – I mean, did you think you were going to see Cam Newton before Aaron Rodgers? I did, especially,
1: you know, where we're from. We're here right in North Carolina, an hour from Charlotte. Got a lot of Panther fans on our draft. I thought Cam would for certain go before Aaron Rodgers.
0: Yeah, I – I did, too. I was kind of surprised. And to be completely honest, the guy that picked Aaron Rodgers is a huge Panthers fan. Exactly. So,
1: a little off. But anyway, so we're getting into it. So, everybody's feeling good right now. We're three rounds in. The music's pumping. You know, the beer's flowing. You know, all kinds of other stuff going on. Like I mentioned, fireball and vodka shots. And it's it's we're having a time. Well, the fella who started – um early with that excited look in his eye like it was christmas and he couldn't control himself he's just running around chugging beers well by round 4 starts to get starts to get a little gets <laughs> a, <little laughs> a little shaky a little, little shaky a little wobbly you know when he goes into the war room he used to be with his firm steps and they just jump right in there now he's bumping into the he's bumping into the door a little bit yeah. now you know he, he's missing the handle where he used to be so clean and <laughs> right Open it quickly <laughs> no uh, yeah that was <laughs> so anyway, it's starting to happen.
0: Okay. It so, is. so let and me ju- all of us know it. <laughs> yes. That's the other we can thing. See There's it eleven coming. others that said Am I that drunk? No. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: So let's keep it going and see what happens in round four and see how it might affect this gentleman's draft. So pick four round four, pick one. Dante Moncrief goes off the board. We were high on him. I didn't think that was a round too early, too. Yep. But he won't it cause he will Paul, this gentleman, Paul said, I wanted Don- Dante Moncrief. I he think he's going to have a huge year. He knew he wouldn't come back another basically two rounds, which is right. he would have to wait. So he grabbed him. Kelvin Benjamin went, uh, next pick, pick two, round four, followed by the rookie keeper. That was Todd Gurley. And then Cam goes off the board. Mm-hmm. Cam goes off the board, second quarterback, round four, pick four, Andrew Luck right behind him. And that was me. So not to say that there was a run on quarterbacks, but I saw those two quarterbacks go off the board. I wanted a, I wanted luck. I really did. I was like, man, these quarterbacks are going. There is no way he's coming back, even because I thought I could get him in round five. I didn't risk it. I grabbed him there around early, but I got my quarterback. I and, think he'll be the number one quarterback this year. I believe.
0: And so. do you do you see how? And, and we're going to talk about this. I think a little bit later on. But do you see how the situation changes everything? You know, we sat on this. At this table and had a discussion maybe a podcast ago or two Mm -hmm. and said, you have got to be out of your mind taking a quarterback early because the depth of what we have. But the situation changes all and you have to have a plan when you walk in there. But one of the best, best things I've ever heard is, you know, everybody has a plan until they get punched Punched in the the face. face. And that's exactly what happens at these things. Our man Mike Tyson said that, Hank. Our man Mike Tyson. Here we go. And uh, you saw those quarterbacks coming off, and it made you a little edgy. Sure, it did.
1: And I did put that pick up there with confidence because I got my man, and I was happy, but I just knew around early. Anyway, next pick, Jeremy Macklin. Then it goes Jordan Reed, the second tight end off the board after Gronk in round one. Then what do we see? Another quarterback goes off the board. Russell Wilson goes off in round four. So that quarterback run has begun. Yes, it has. Latavius Murray, running back. Oakland Raiders goes next, followed by DeMarco Murray, Jeremy Hill, and Michael Floyd. You grab Michael Floyd in round four. Last pick of round four. We're high on Michael Floyd. Not not bad there. Not bad there, Hank. Anything else stands out to you in round four?
0: I was kind of amazed DeMarco Murray made it almost to me. I would have, I would have picked DeMarco Murray there. You would have? Yeah, and if DeMarco Murray would have been to me, I would have grabbed him and then had Floyd as my next pick. Back end? Yeah. Gotcha.
1: Let's see what happens in round five then. So Hank gets the first pick of round five, and guess what he does? That's right. Drew Brees, quarterback, New Orleans Saints, off your draft board, Hank. So – you start, you might have, not saying we panicked, but you saw the quarterbacks fly. You knew Breeze, because that's who you liked all the, all along with I like Breeze, Breeze, really. Yeah. You knew he wasn't coming back around. You grabbed him in round five, not bad. Then we see another tight end go off the board Greg Olson, followed by Amari Cooper, which was a rookie keeper. So the guy, gentleman in uh, three spot, got to keep Amari in round five. Doug Baldwin went next. Deion Lewis, and let's talk about Deion Lewis a little bit. Deion Lewis, if you haven't heard, he's had to go back under the knife. We're coming to you on a August 23rd. Is that the date? That's the date. So Deion Lewis went back under the knife. He's going to be out for at least, I think they said 10 weeks. 10 weeks. So if you drafted Deion Lewis, check out what's going on in New England's backfield now. So you've got LeGarrette Blunt, You've got James White. I don't know who else you've got there. They might bring somebody else in. But they were counting on Deion Lewis, and he's out for 10 weeks. That's a long period of time. He went in this draft round five. My draft Friday night, he went in round four. So those guys are going to be scrambling to make up that running back deficit there. Right. Um, Yeah, big news. Next up, Jeremy Lankford goes off round five, pick six, followed by Matt Jones, who got banged up this preseason game, last game two. He will not play. Yeah, the rest of the preseason. I don't know if you've heard this, but Matt Jones on the shelf for the rest of the preseason, followed by Ryan Matthews. And that's where I am again. So I've drafted Ryan Matthews after I said, on this podcast, I would not. But guess what happened, Hank? I'm in round five, and I don't have a single running back left. Here were my options. Matthews, TJ Yeldon. Jennings. Rashad Jennings, who actually I end up getting in round six. Duke uh, Johnson. Duke Johnson. Bernard, Bernard. Giovanni Bernard, Arian Foster, Melvin Gordon. So out of that crew, I'd put my money on Ryan Matthews. Who would you have put your money on on that, that group of uh, running backs there?
0: Uh, you didn't have much to choose from. Yeah. you know. So I, I think I wouldn't have done Ryan Matthews just for the fact that we just absolutely <laughs> butchered Ryan Matthews and I wouldn't have looked anybody in the face and yeah. said that I did it. But yeah. you were forced to do that because the only other person, Duke Johnson... Probably he's going to get a lot of carries, but he's going to split. At least Ryan Matthews is the man. Yeah, he's the At least one he's the man. And then the other people that are the man that you'd have to choose from: Melvin Gordon, you know Frank Gore. We don't have we don't have very good things to say about them yeah, either. Right. So you know you're going to take your poison yep. with him, and hopefully it works out for you. Yeah. Except Fingers the crossed. weeks you play me.
1: Fingers crossed.
0: <laughs>
1: Uh, following that Matthews pick, Eric Decker went off the board, then Jordan Matthews from Philadelphia, Ben Roethlisberger, another quarterback goes, and T.J. Yeldon. Basically, out of our Tier 1 and 2 quarterbacks, we're at the end of Round 5, and we seen Tier 1 and Tier 2. They're gone. So, Roethlisberger was the first or the last quarterback of that Tier 2 quarterback status that was left, and he is gone. Pick 11, Round 5. Uh, the last pick of that round was T.J. Yeldon, running back, Jacksonville Jaguars. That wrapped up Round 5. So... <clears throat> Let's take it out let's let's quickly look at our guy who has been running into the door and now it's round six. You know, his team so far, let's just talk about his team. We're not gonna say any names, but let's let's look at his team, Hank. So it was an Ezekiel Elliott first pick. Yep. Very nice. It was a Jamal Charles second pick. This guy's right on target. Sure. Right on target. Next, a Demarius Thomas wide receiver. Last year, wide receiver one. He's fallen down a little bit, but still he's number one in Denver. Right. And in the fourth round, we saw
0: Russell, Russell Wilson.
1: Wilson. What a, that's a pretty good start. Sure. Round five keeps it up with a Dion Lewis, but now we've heard Deion Lewis is out for 10 days, but that, he didn't know that. Didn't know nothing. that. But round six comes around, and, you know, the, the, the sun is actually starting to set. You know, stars are popping out into the night sky, and I don't know what happened.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I doubt he knows what happened because <laughs> – when he came out with this pick the roars and the the heckles the heckles and the just utter hate that started flowing was it 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 was really disturbing (laughs) that most people could think of the stuff that they were saying let alone throw it at somebody and
1: a little uncomfortable too we are just people are bashing this poor guy and it's look he looks around like he doesn't know what has just happened like is he just stolen candy from a little bit he doesn't know what's going on he is he's lost at this time he is lost and the pick he placed on the board in round six ladies and gentlemen and i'm not lying to you when i say this and i say this with this with great disgust nelson aguilar (laughs) nelson aguilar goes off the board in round six to my man and uh Oh, Hank. Beer cans just flying through the air, hitting him in the shoulders, cigarette butts falling to his hair. I mean, it's just... Sit down. Get out of here. I mean, this poor
0: guy. It was brutal. He did get beat up on that pick and should have. I'm not not sticking up for him. No,
1: Nelson Aguilar, that's the worst... I've never heard such a bad pick. You know, in my years of fantasy... Nelson Aguilar, and watch him turn around and have a great year. He will. You will. Know? it here first. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, he's, they're saying he might not even make the team. Um, he's not even being drafted in any other fantasy football draft. So, anyway, just a terrible pick and just a lot of fun it brought to our draft. Uh, followed that. Nelson Aguilar, terrible pick, was Marvin Jones, Giovanni Bernard, Aaron Foster, and you grabbed your running back, Melvin Gordon, with the last pick around six. And then followed up in round seven with Frank Gore. Are those your two first running backs?
0: No, Doug Martin.
1: So you've got a Doug Martin, Melvin Gordon, Frank Gore crew. Right. How are you feeling about those three running backs? I
0: mean, obviously, I don't love Gordon. I, I think Frank Gore is old and terrible, and I'm not sure that he's going to be able to make it through. But the thing that I wanted is every all those running backs are number ones. Number ones. Yes, they're, they're number are. ones, and they're going to get a bulk of the carries. And if they have a good year, you know, every once in a while, I'm going to have somebody surprise me. And so if Melvin Gordon or Frank Gore surprise me, I'm in a good spot. Because the rest I feel like the rest of the draft went pretty well. It's my I am weak on running backs.
1: Yeah, I am too, buddy. And you'll see that here shortly. But out of your running back stable, you know, you got the Doug Barton in the third round. He's gonna he'll he'll be solid for you. I really like Melvin Gordon this year. I can't really pinpoint why, maybe coming off his terrible year last year, because he's drafted in the first round. That means he's got talent. Mm -hmm. And Maybe this will be the year it shines. Let's hope. Did you, if Aaron, Arian Foster would have fallen one more pick, would you have taken him instead of Gordon and Gore? Or Arian Foster, you're kind of off on this year?
0: I didn't want Arian Foster. Um, I was, the person that I was really having the most trouble with was Jonathan Stewart. Yep. He went after he went right my after Frank you. Gore pick. And I was wrestling over that pick. Yeah. But I just know that he is not going to get those goal line carries. Mm-hmm. And so with, you know, with Cam sitting in there, if you get five yards in, it doesn't matter who's in that backfield. So I just said, you know, to be completely honest, I want to use somebody that I know is going to get a, a bunch
1: of carries. Gore will get all the, all the goal line carries. Right. He, he, he will. There's no doubt about right.
0: that. So I, I, that's really where I fought over. I didn't, I, I didn't have any interest in Arian Foster.
1: Gotcha. Um, we are in round seven. Frank Gore off the board. Jonathan Stewart, as we just mentioned, followed by Larry Fitzgerald. We see another tight end go off the board. Kobe Fleener. So we've had Gronk, Reed, Olsen, and now Fleener off the board. The guy who's you know we were just talking about with the Nelson Aguilar pick, he comes back a little bit and grabs Sterling Shepard. That's in round seven. Sterling Shepard's been going in round ten, but before the draft, this guy did say, "Dude, I really like Sterling Shepard this year." So he. Maybe that's the only name he could remember at this time. You know what I'm saying? He might be, please help me. <laughs> Look at those labels Flip, play, going through them during the uh, in the war room, and that's the only name that made any sense to him. <laughs> he grabs and it, places it on the board, and it actually worked out. Not a bad pick, Sterling Shepard. We see Devin Funches, the wide receiver from Carolina, go off the board in round seven, followed by Vincent Jackson, Tyler Lockett. I grab him another round too early, I think, when I looked at it again. He's been going in round eight or round nine, but Tyler Lockett, I like to him, for him to have a better year than actually Doug Baldwin in the Seattle offense. So it's risky. I took the risk. Next up, Deshaun Jackson, Blake Bortles, D'Angelo goes to the guy who drafted Le'Veon Bell, and he was sweating bullets because he had to handcuff Le'Veon with D'Angelo. Why did none of us... Grab him. Did we just think it was too early to get D'Angelo, I guess? I
0: guess so. You know, and I think that the other thing is, is that you know he's going to get just, what, three weeks of production? Three weeks. And, um, you know, I needed Melvin Gordon worse than I needed D'Angelo Williams. Very good point. Uh, But if if I would have had back, 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 maybe it would have made more sense. But I I agree. He has got a great running back crew I mean, it is un—because, you know, essentially he can drop D'Angelo if he ever wanted to after that— fourth week but Mm -hmm. um I mean he is shaping up nicely yeah his team
1: looked probably to be one of the best after our draft um to round up round out round seven it was Justin Forsett the running back for Baltimore goes off the board we haven't really talked about Forsett this year Hank you know they've got a it's a very crowded backfield in Baltimore with Forsett you got Buck Allen uh there's another person there too his name's escaping me there's actually four deep Mm -hmm. right Four sets, the one that's getting drafted before everybody. He can catch out of the backfield. Um, out of those four, you actually took a Baltimore.
0: I took Buck Allen. Yeah, I, I think I, I
1: like Buck better than Four Sets. I did
0: too, and I got and he went to me. I think three rounds later. Yeah, and so you know, with that being on, it almost is four rounds later. I just feel like with that backfield, Buck Allen's probably going to be the one that's going to continuously be in it. Yes. Um. You know, I, I was willing to risk round ten. Right. On him.
1: Absolutely. Um, popping in here to round eight, we've got Tom Brady goes off the board. First pick, round eight. Torrey Smith, Delaney Walker, another tight end. Danny Woodhead. I go for my tight end here. Travis Kelsey. I was He's been going in round six. I get him in round eight. When I think of the Kansas City Chief offense, I think Jeremy Macklin and – Jamal Charles in the backfield, but Travis Kelsey in the red zone. That's what I'm hoping is going to happen because right. they're not going to give it to Charles in the twenties to the end zone. They're not going to throw it to Macklin. They're going to look for Kelsey. Right. So I'm hoping if I can get ten touchdowns out of Kelsey as my eighth round tight end, I'll be very happy. Uh, Amir Abdullah from Detroit goes next. Christine Michael, Marcus Wheaton, which is the pick from the Nelson Aguilar guy. He goes with Marcus Wheaton. That's not that bad in round eight. You
0: think? No, I don't. I mean, I don't think that that's terrible. I think he he composed himself yes, he, and came back with a couple good picks there
1: yeah g- gathered his whatever carson palmer charles smith chris ivory and then you go with willie sneed now when i saw your willie sneed pick there were other yes wide receivers on the board here they go so i was thinking crabtree might be a good fit there um stefan diggs possibly maybe a sanu but you like Willie Snead. You like the Breeze, the Snead combo. I take it. Is that what I we're do. Looking for?
0: I do. I think they're going to throw a bunch. And you know, there's—he's uh, not the number one receiver there. And sometimes not being number one is the best thing for you, because you know, I feel like he's as good an athlete and receiver um, as anybody on the Saints field. Mm-hmm. Fleener's going to take some heat off of him as well. So I feel good about him. He is my fourth receiver. So it's not like he's going to play number one for me. But if any of my guys have a week off, I feel real comfortable about putting Willie Snead in. And maybe
1: by the end of the year, he could be my third. Could be, yeah, absolutely. Could be starting for you. Let's look at the quarterback that went off in round eight, Carson Palmer. So Blake Bortles went off in round seven after the slew of quarterbacks we just mentioned. Carson Palmer was the next one, probably the ninth quarterback off the board. You think that where, where Carson is going to fall in most drafts, round eight, round nine?
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I think maybe, maybe one more round, but mm-hmm. I don't think that that was – Terrible. I mean, the the guy El Chapo Jr. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a pretty good draft right there, and you know he we are starting to see those quarterbacks come off. It it is an appropriate time to make that pickup. Yeah. So and you know he's a he's a state guy. He yeah. wanted a state guy.
1: Sure. Um. The Blake Bortles picked the we, the round before round seven. We didn't mention it. Blake round seven in front of Carson Palmer's in front of the Eli's, You're good with that.
0: Hmm. Mm, I mean everybody is so high and we talked about this Bortles everybody's really high on them if you've watched this preseason game they haven't been great right they have not been great struggling and so if you know and everybody has a bad preseason game but I'm less in love with them and you know Carson Palmer is just getting better with age so I would probably put I would have taken Carson Palmer before him gotcha
1: Round nine, here we go. You get to pick the first pick of round nine, and this is actually my favorite pick of your draft. You had a couple good ones, but I really like this one because um, you got a lot of value. So Tevin Coleman. So Tevin Coleman, can you be tough? How many times did we listen to Tevin Coleman at this draft? It was it was I, or Tevin Campbell, I'm sorry, Tevin Campbell. We heard it back to back to back to back. For at least forty-five minutes straight, Tevin Campbell. There was a
0: lot of Tevin Campbell. Yeah, that's pretty
1: good. Look, good stuff. Um, so he goes first pick, round nine. Love this pick. I really, I'm telling you, by the end of the year, end of the year, I think he's going to be getting the majority of the run. We'll see. El Chapo Junior. With the second pick goes Philip Rivers. So that's what you were talking about. He went Carson Palmer and Philip Rivers. Is that anyway, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, then another quarterback, Kirk Cousins, goes off the board, followed by Michael Crabtree, Isaiah Crowell. That's Nelson Aguilar, Nelson Aguilar's pick. We're just keeping up with it so we can see how this team works out. Nelson Aguilar selected Isaiah Crowell. Then Derek Henry went off the board. Darren Sproles. I go pick up Theo Riddick. This is what I think about Theo Riddick. He's in the Detroit Lions' backfield. He last year he caught about eighty balls. Abdullah is getting drafted in front of him by two to three rounds. Abdullah's not shown anything. He ain't, you know, what if Detroit decides to use kind of like this spread offense with Jim Bob Cooter as the offensive coordinator, and Theo Reddick's in the game instead of just third down. Maybe he's in the game second down too. Maybe he's in the slot. Who knows? But we're a PPR league now. Yeah. Half, it could point. Work out. Half point. It could work out. So Theo Reddick in the ninth by me. Tyler Eifert goes next. Matthew Stafford, tenth quarterback off your draft board. Zach Ertz and Bilal. Pow off your board. Last pick, round ten. Anything there? Zach Ertz, round ten, no, round nine, pretty good value, I guess. You know, they gotta throw to somebody there in Philly.
0: Matthew Stafford, I thought, is a good quarterback to get there. Sure. You know, I yep. mean everybody, you know, now it was between Stafford, Ryan, I think Eli's still out there. Yes. Um that's he is. maybe, you know, the one that you would have juggled with right there. Yep. But uh, everybody's doing what is expected of them, maybe by a round or two, six picks or so. But mm-hmm. I think everybody has done their research yeah. and have picked accordingly.
1: Absolutely. At this time of the draft, I think we're in round 10, I believe everybody has got a quarterback. I don't – I believe that's the case. Do you remember by round
0: 10? Yeah, And but the one thing that we thought was funny is the gentleman that picked Matthew Stafford in that, um, in that spot – Two picks before that picked Bortles. Like, that's You're right. Right. That's so, right. I mean, he picked two quarterbacks in three picks. Yes. Which is unusual. Sure. It's certainly unusual.
1: I can see that happening in round 10, 11, 12. But when you go seventh, I'm telling you, there's still some value on the wide receivers running back there in seventh, seventh round. Yeah. And so he picked quarterback and then came right back and picked it again three rounds later. So, yes, we did. I'm good observation there, Hank. Um, Let's go into round 10. We saw Matt Ryan go, Atlanta's quarterback, Stefan Diggs. Next, Tavon Austin, Mohamed Sanu. We mentioned him in a couple episodes before. Possibly a steal in round 10 if Matt Ryan can get his head right. Corey Coleman. All right, I want to talk about this. So I draft Corey Coleman. Josh go- Corey Coleman is the rookie Cleveland Brown, right? Josh Gordon's still on the board. You've got some other rookies, Laquan Treadwell on the board, uh, what other right, – uh, what other – Danny Amendola's on the board. Danny Amendola. Oh, that was the guy – that was a Nelson Aguilar. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so Coleman, I think he's got tremendous upside. And so when I put Coleman's name on the board, somebody right behind me was like, well, Josh Gordon's still on the board. Josh Gordon ain't played in two years, mm-hmm. dude. He's got – he's suspended for four games. Yeah. What's the guarantee that he comes back as even – 50% of himself.
0: I saw today that they're talking about trading him. I read that, too. So, you know, too. I mean, if he gets traded, you don't even have to worry about him. Yeah. So why would you – you know, I, I thought you picked him up in the right spot. It's yeah. it's a question mark because of the team and the offense. Right. And who's throwing to him. Right. Because Robert Griffin, although they love him, and they said <laughs> he's doing the slide step and he's doing the Did juke. Did you see his and,
1: preseason game? Right. He looked,
0: no, I agree. He two touchdowns, he looked great, but
1: <laughs> that's preseason. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, yeah, Corey Coleman, a lot of upside. I'll just – in round 10 – I'll shake the dice up and see what I can get with the, the number one rookie selected, to in the NFL draft. Corey Coleman, off your board. Laquan Treadwell, another rookie wide receiver. He goes next. Josh Gordon, right after that. Then we saw LeGarrette Blunt. Interesting. So Nelson Aguilar, who picked Deion Lewis. Actually got LeGarrette Blount. Handcuffed so he himself. He handcuffed him. Yep. That's so interesting. Uh, DeAndre Washington, we talked about him on the show. He's going in round 10. Gary Barnage tight in. Jay Ajayi and you go with Buck Allen round 10. We talked about that. Could be the number one running back in Baltimore Psh, by week two, maybe. Who knows? Right. right. Who knows? Uh, round 11, we kick it off and you go tight in. Martellus Bennett, round 11. All right, so... We- in your mind, I know what you were thinking. You were remembering the Aaron Hernandez, Rob Gronkowski years, when both of them, like Aaron Hernandez, twelve touchdowns, Gronkowski four touchdowns, both with a thousand yards. Is that what you're thinking in your head when you make this? That's pick?
0: exactly what I was thinking. And and you know the the thing for me is when you're down at this point with the tight end, I'll be able to pick somebody else up. This, is, this was my guess to see, are they trying to bring that system back? Because Gronk is going to get a ton of coverage. Mm-hmm. Is this cat going to be able to slide in there, get eight, nine, 900,000 yards, get six touchdowns? That would be a good year. Oh, that's right? great
1: value in round 11. Right. Huge value.
0: But it could come back to bite me. And this is, But I do like this pick. Let's see if the Patriots um, are taking my advice and moving forward with that double tight end. Game. Absolutely.
1: And word on the street is they might. I mean, it's, it's moving in that direction. Now you got Lewis out. They were depending on Lewis, man. Yeah. And so, because Lewis ran the ball and caught the ball the backfield, he's gone for 10 weeks. This Bennett pick looks better and better.
0: Let's hope. Yeah.
1: Next up, first defense goes off the board. We stressed it. We're not going to say it again. Don't pick a defense in round 11. Look at all the stuff that was still on the board yet. Eli Manning goes off the board there. The rookie running back, Devontae Booker, who's got a lot of upside for Denver's off the board. Rashad Matthews, we talked about him on this uh, podcast. 85 receptions last year. He's Mariota's number one that's who, who he looks for as a wide receiver. Alfred, um, Morris, was Alfred out there. Morris. on the board. Travis Benjamin, the wide receiver in San Diego. So you're sacrificing all those for the Cardinals, D? I don't know. This doesn't make sense to doesn't me. Make man. Sense doesn't sense make sense to me. Doesn't make sense. Uh so let's keep on rocking. We're in round twelve now. Dwayne Allen, tight end off the board. I really like Dwayne Allen. If you can get a tight you wait on a tight end and you can get it. Tied in like Dwayne Allen around 12, you've done good. I like him a lot. Chris Johnson, Arizona Cardinal, goes off the draft board. Thought that was interesting, but this fella already had David Johnson, so he right. handcuffs him. So he's got Le'Veon Bell and D'Angelo, and he's got David Johnson
0: and Chris Johnson. Which makes it tough if you don't have a lot of spots. And that's where it really comes yeah. into play is True. that our league, we're able to have five, right? Yes. So it's going to get to the point when th- those weeks start. Slowly approaching where you have uh, to sit people, God forbid, he's got David Johnson, Chris Johnson, Levion, and D'Angelo off the same week. And he's got to take four of those spots on his bench. Wow. I Wipe mean, them out. What a nightmare.
1: Mm. Um. Oh, we didn't mention. So last round, round 11, Show um, the guy Nelson Aguilar, he did Select Danny Amendola. So, Danny Amendola's off your draft board. We're going to continue here. Chris Johnson. Then the Broncos D goes off. Will Fuller, wide receiver, rookie in Houston. They like him there. He goes. Sammy Coates. I grab him as a – I like Sammy Coates to actually outperform Marcus Wheaton. He's off your board in round 12. Steve Gotzkowski to the guy who always picks kickers, fills his slots in. We talked about this earlier before the podcast, Hank. So. Let's run it back. <laughs> we'll okay, run it back. Let's, let's run that can, back. Can you have it? Can you run yeah, it back? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead.
0: I mean, you know, the, the thing is, is this is our Gronk pick, yes. first, round first round Gronk. gronk pick. And what we watched him do, and it's hard to do it in this podcast setting, is he went down and said, "All right, I have a tight end. I need a quarterback. All right, I need a running back. All right, I need a wide receiver." And it didn't really necessarily register who was the best player. So he went tight end, wide receiver. Quarterback, wide receiver, running back, wide receiver, wide receiver, running back, running back. But we always felt like he was looking for a position, yeah. not the best player. Right. And that's exactly the way it ended up. Yeah, and he
1: always actually he tends to draft that way every year. Yeah. And he's one of the guys that is outside of the ring of honor.
0: In disgust. Yes,
1: in disgust. So, anyway, guys, trust us. Kicker. You kicker don't need in the twelfth in round. round. No. You don't need a defense in round eleven. Get the best available player, not position, player. Right. Yes. Um, so first kicker goes off the board. But then we go Panthers D: Devontae Adams, Andy Dalton, Kamar, Kamar Aiken, Steve Smith, and CJ Procyse goes off. I like that CJ up uh, pick. Good. They're saying more and more he's looking like he might be. I'm not going to say he's going to start, but he's going to get get some runs. So that was pretty good. Pretty interesting thing about our uh, Nelson Aguilera guy. So he goes – this is round 12. and so I mean, it's just got out of hand. Like we're talking about falling out of hammocks and bumping into chimneys and stuff. I mean, it's getting really crazy. So he goes into the war room with 12 seconds left on the clock instead of really going through the labels. He sees the first label on top. It's in alphabetical order, right? It's Devontae Adams. He just grabs it and sticks it on the board. He doesn't even know who Devontae Adams is. It just happened to be the first thing in his line of sight. So grabs it, stumbles out, puts it on board. And he's got him,
0: Devontae Adams. Congratulations. <laughs> to go.
1: Round 13, here we go. You pick Wee Wee, Pierre Gasson. You love him. You do like Pierre, don't
0: you? I do like Pierre. I don't yeah. know if it's really going to be uh, – that's going to be my one that I drop. Yep. You know, I didn't pick a kicker up. That's probably going to be the guy that is not going to see my starting lineup ever he's probably <laughs> gonna be on the waiver wire and somebody will pick him up when he has a great game so don't not in love with it just trying to see if you know if deshaun gets hurt in the sure, next few weeks sure. or something happens but i'll drop him
1: yeah this is pretty funny hank so we're going down after your wee wee p i got pick we've got another kicking s- kicker steven housekowski then we've womp. got chiefs d texas d and then on my list right here it goes back to nelson aguilar guy it says skip
0: pick so he doesn't even have a pick at- No, he picked it. Remember, he he got all the way around, and he had a double pick. (laughs) Oh, that's right. He had a double pick. Double pick. (laughs) It was like an hour before he took that pick.
1: (laughs) Oh, the memories are coming back to me. Oh, this is so funny. So then after that skip pick, we go Derek Carr, Teddy Bridgewater. So a run of uh, quarterbacks still going. These are backup quarterbacks. Derek Carr is a backup quarterback. Hey, that's not bad at all. No. Bridgewater, I don't know about him as a – Back up. I think that Romo. When Romo's Romo. Romo was still
0: available. He yeah. went Two more picks.
1: Yep. There he is. Yep. Chris Rogan. Uh, Chris Hogan. Then. Rogan. Hey, brother. <laughs> <laughs> then Romo goes off the board. I think I'd rather have Romo than Bridgewater. I day. would too. Another kicker, Chandler Catanzaro from Arizona, off the board. Then we go Patriots' D Steelers team.
0: That's okay because they picked kickers next. That's, yes. Yeah, that's it. Uh, that's last two rounds, last kicker and round. D. Exactly.
1: So. um we end the last, so our last round is round fourteen. We ended up with Justin Tucker, first pick, round fourteen. By you no, by you get the last pick, don't right. you? Adam Vinatieri goes, then Derek McFadden, Bengals, Vikings, D, Anquan Bolden, Graham Gano, Brent Celek, Tyler Boyd, rookie wide receiver, Cincinnati. We're high on him. Dan Bailey, Tim Hightower, and then. The Mr. Irrelevant pick, last pick was the Raiders D, but it really didn't end up being Mr. Irrelevant because Nelson Aguilar had already got skipped twice. So he had to go pick up some, put some more picks on the board he had, after
0: that. Yeah, he put Brent Selleck, he put Victor Cruz. He had to go back in there and spend <laughs> oh, a little time it's regrouping.
1: hilarious. Just what a nightmare. What a nightmare. A night it was. Just what a nightmare. So much, so much fun. So, Hank, you know, let's talk about a team that really stood out to you. You know, we've already mentioned the. Running back team of the Le'Veon Bell, David Johnston, David Johnson, uh, who else did he and Lamar Miller. That team to me, his wide receivers were a little weak, but from top to bottom it was very, very solid. Can you recap that one team, please?
0: Yeah. So Lamar Miller, first pick. You're talking about the Le'Veon Bell, right? Yep. Yep. So first pick, Lamar Miller. Number one running back, solid as a rock. Yep. He, now, the reason that he was put in this position is he had David Johnson. He, yep. he picked Johnson in the 11th last year. So he wastes his 11th pick for somebody that would have been in the top six, six to eight. Yes,
1: absolutely. Okay?
0: So he knew, walking into this, when he got that first pick, right there, he's starting Lamar Miller and David Johnson unbelievable so then he can risk the yeah. Le'Veon right. so he he's the only one that really had that ability so then he risks Levion so now Lamar Miller Le'Veon receivers Julian Edel- Edelman I yeah. don't yeah. yeah I mean for your number one that's kind of rough that's rough there. Kelvin Benjamin who he looked good in the preseason yeah. I mean I, I don't hate that pick that's not bad I don't hate that pick he
1: could be number one
0: Yeah. You know, he could be your wide receiver yeah Ben Roethlisberger Quarterback, he's in second tier. Right, no problem. I'm high on him. I yep. think he's he's going to play good. He's got Antonio Brown. Exactly. He's going to score a bunch of points. No problems there. Okay, Manuel Sanders. You can fill in your flex wide receiver three. No problem. No yep. problem. No problem. Okay. So as of now, Le'Veon is not going to be. Playing those first few weeks, he handcuffs with D'Angelo Williams. Mm-hmm. So now he can play D'Angelo, the number one in Pittsburgh, as his flex instead of that Emmanuel Sanders. There you go. So now he's a little bit stronger in that regard, right? Mm-hmm. Torrey Smith. Okay. He'll be number one in San Francisco. Yep. That's he is number one. He's their deep threat. So. That's no constellation. Yeah. But uh, Zach Ertz, we've talked about yeah. him. He's on a you know, a team with not a lot of firepower, so maybe he's gonna get a lot of it. Top eight tight end, I think, this year. Yep uh stefan diggs is up next like that wide receiver one in minnesota yep he's got that we already talked about david johnson he's got chris johnson to handcuff him handcuff him he's got new england's d and adam venateri yeah that's pretty solid ladies and gentlemen i mean if you can get a team like that
1: uh, you sacrifice a little wide receivers when you go that big running back running back start to your draft but hey kelvin benjamin edelman Stephon diggs and emmanuel sanders that is not that bad you know, hey, give me another one that you thought that really stood stood out and then let's go to maybe the worst team that you thought happened during the draft.
0: Well, the, I'm going to just prove a point here in in it I think another good team is uh one of the the individuals that was able to keep a rookie keeper. Yeah. And so this person was able to take Todd Gurley and keep him in the fourth round. Right. Which he was going to go in the top 6 also. Yeah. So he was able to go after Allen Robinson who, you know, it may have been lowerly maybe. Maybe not, right? Maybe Close. not. Yeah. But he um, got Allen Robinson, Mark Ingram, Matt Forte, Todd Gurley. So his running backs are Todd Gurley, Mark Ingram, Matt Forte. Right. That's not bad. Solid. Right? He's got a great number one, number receiver, one receiver and Allen Robinson. His two other receivers, Jordan Matthews, John Brown. Yep. Okay. I like them both. Those are both good options at yep. wide receiver. Okay. So his position players are pretty much locked up right there. Yep. He now has a choice between Bortles and Stafford. Mm-hmm. Maybe he made a mistake on that, but the uh, Todd Gurley pick allowed him that mistake. Sure. Okay. Delaney uh, Walker, who should have a great top year. Top tight end. Right. Then we start Tavon Austin, Cunningham, Denver's D, a kicker. The Cunningham
1: pick is to handcuff Gurley because Cunningham is Gurley's backup. Backup. So that's why he picked it. Makes sense to me.
0: And then in this last pick – you got Darren McFadden. Yeah. I mean, he's an injury away from getting a lot of play. Sure. So, you know, I think that he's got a great team. But you introduced these little things like rookie keepers, and we have since voted to remove it. It's been vetoed. Yep. Yes. We, it was vetoed after this year. Yeah. So these little things are important to your league, and it proved it because I would say the two people that had, you know, there were uh, several people that had good drafts, but two of them undeniably were Guys that were able to keep rookies. And
1: before we leave this, I want you to look at Team 3, too. This is the gentleman who came to the draft, and he was not feeling very well. He had rumble in the tum- tummy, and he stepped to water all day. Let's see, without alcohol, how his draft went. And don't forget, he also had rookie keeper. He got Amari Cooper. Yeah. So, you know, that's, we only had three rookie keepers, yep. and there there they are. Yep. So read them out to us, Hank. Let's see
0: so he had Julio Jones.
1: Drafted to the third pick, round one, Julio, Julio Jones. Jones awesome. solid
0: as they can be. Oh, Wanted a running back. Okay, so he has Amari Cooper. So why wouldn't you go get a running back here? C.J. Anderson.
1: Maybe a little early for C.J. Anderson, right. but...
0: Who else was out there? Doug Martin. Yep. Carlos Hyde.
1: Yep.
0: So anyway, right. they're yeah. in the same boat. Right. Yeah. So next one, Sammy Watkins. Okay. Okay. Third round. Maybe that's not such a terrible pick. He's got two number ones. A lot of upside for Sammy Watkins, Absolutely. maybe. Absolutely. DeMarco Murray. Yeah. Okay. is
1: that running back that you wanted.
0: Yeah. I mean, we're talking about fourth round at that point. Yeah. Mari Cooper. What a steal. And the fifth. Yep. Bernard from Cincinnati.
1: PPR. Yep. Up PPR league.
0: Great pickup there. Larry Fitzgerald. Wow. If that
1: Round seven?
0: Mm-hmm. If he ends up getting the fire, you know, if they have the same firepower that they did last year and that running game's awesome, they're going to have three receivers that are going to have good years. Mm-hmm. Uh Charles Sims. PPR. Yep. It's going to be good for him. Kirk Cousins.
1: That's his quarterback one
0: that's well, he's got another one too. Okay. He's got Eli. he okay. picked him two two rounds later. okay,
1: I think I would probably like that Eli better than at the end of the year we'll see though you know Cousins right. coming off a pretty good year
0: right. Barnage, who is Cleveland's tight end who if you read anything on him, everybody's really high on him yes. we'll see I mean that team has to make something of themselves. then we have Aiken kamar Aiken number one in Baltimore now, yep and you know that is round. 11, no, 12. Whoa. 12. Unreal. Kansas City, Dan Bailey. Okay.
1: To me, that's solid enough to contend for the playoffs. Mm -hmm. I think that's a playoff team. As long as he figures out his quarterback situation, he should be okay. Now let's look, and then we'll get out of here, and we'll get ready for our next draft here next week, Hank. But um, the team with Gronkowski drafting one. Yep. Go through that. Let's just see how it affects our listeners if you do pick that tight end up early. Okay. okay. let's go for it.
0: So, he's got Gronk number 1 obviously. TY Hilton is yep. his number 1 receiver. Not, not bad. bad. Not, not bad. bad at all. The other the other not and we won't say questionable move, but it was it was making Taking a risk was Aaron Rodgers in the third. So now he does not have a single back on his team, and he has one wide receiver. Now Gronk, you could say, is one. True, true. But he has one. One. He has one skilled position right here. Right,
1: right. When the rest of everybody has at least three, and some of the guys with rookie keepers have four at this time. Right, right. So you're behind the eight ball, is what
0: we're saying. That's exactly right. Go ahead, Jeremy Macklin. That's his second wide receiver. Okay, still no running back. He needs a running back. Who does he get? Matt Jones. Matt
1: Jones, Redskins running back. Hurt. Hurt. Hurt.
0: Hurt. He has nobody right now, okay? Next pick, Kevin White.
1: Wide receiver, Chicago Bears. Still one running back, and he's hurt. And he's
0: hurt, right. Next pick, Vincent Jackson.
1: Another wide receiver. Right. Okay, wow, keep going.
0: Right now, he has nobody in his backfield at this point,
1: right? Abdullah. Okay, we just talked about him. A lot of talent. He's not guaranteed to get the rock yet, right? Two right. running backs: Matt Jones and Abdul. Okay, go ahead.
0: Darren Sproles,
1: third down back at best. You know, he's no way he gets the line share of carries right. in Philadelphia. There's no way.
0: Then in a PPR, maybe he's going to get a couple more points, but he's not as great when he was in exactly. New Orleans, and exactly. you know that. That I think his name kind of pushes him up a little bit because people remember that. Absolutely. Treadwell, he takes another wide receiver. Another
1: wide receiver. Rookie from Minnesota off your board. I like him. Yep. But you need running back help.
0: Okay. So at this point, he takes Seattle's D. Seattle's D off the board. Yep. Now, that is to say that uh, Cunningham was there. Alfred Morris was there. there. You know, he would have had a chance to get maybe one more running back. Yeah. Okay. So maybe he'll do it on the next round. Nope. Kicker. Kicker. Okay, Maybe he'll do it on the next round Because he's got Aaron Rodgers Nope Teddy Bridgewater Wow See at that point If you
1: waste If you spent Your third round selection The number one quarterback Off the board Like look what I did I had Andrew Luck I didn't even draft a backup quarterback You know what I'm saying I didn't either I just went ahead And gathered all my other position players And hopefully You know When Luck's on a bye Or whatever I'll grab somebody Off the waiver wire For one week I'm not going to waste That draft pick When I know I need running backs In a nope. bad
0: way Nope yeah, he so he the last three picks he didn't get a position player, the very last pick of his draft and Quan Bolden.
1: Yeah, so he's going into the league to the year. the year starts league starts in two weeks with two running backs, Matt Jones, who's hurt three and Amir Abdullah, who's the third one, Darren Sproles. Oh, and Darren Sproles.
0: So if if Matt Jones is hurt, he's starting Abdullah and Darren Sproles, and if one of those guys get hurt he doesn't have another back on his team.
1: That's right. So he's going to to drop and then really pick up from scrap heat on the waiver wire because there's not that much on the waiver wire right now when it comes to running backs.
0: And if you look on there, the only people that are worth trading, if he has to go out and get value for anybody, is Gronk or Aaron Rodgers. So he's going to lose the two biggest jewels in his crown. Mm -hmm. And somebody will probably trade him for Gronk, but they're not going to give him great value. I mean, I wouldn't give up Something like that I mean You know If I end up with If I ended up with Melvin You know Doug Martin was tearing it up Melvin Gordon was playing well Frank Gore was playing well And Tevin Coleman came in Maybe I'd give up One of those guys Right Say Gronk for Melvin If you want it You're in a bad spot You're in a bad spot you got to do it
1: buddy If you want it
0: Yeah It's just tough He, he, You know And I understand That you want to If you look at it He's got one of the best quarterbacks He's got one of the best um, He's got the best tight end Yeah um, but it's at a and he's got the best defense. He probably has the best kicker. <laughs> but at what price? Right,
1: right. Because you can get value at kicker all across the board, at defense all across the board. You can't get value like that at those early picks, wide receiver, running back. Right. It's proven itself time and time again. Yeah, we, we read the scrolls. Yes, that's right. The scrolls. Which are buried deep below this this hotel. Where are we? No, we're the, oh we're in the penthouse. That's right. We're in the penthouse, baby. So Hank, man. Let's wrap it up. What a draft. Great I can't wait till next year. You know, the draft is the highlight of the year. And um, this weekend, I'm fortunate enough to have my final draft. It's my college draft. We're going to Asheville, play a little golf, do some celebrating. We do the draft very similar to the way we do ours in Hickory. Uh, Get to see some friends that I don't get to see all year except for the draft. So I'm very excited about it. I'll tell you all about it next week when we come back to the Fantasy Formula. I'm looking forward to hearing Uh about it, buddy. Can't wait to see you next week. Peace.